Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. Hey everyone, my terrific co-host Lisa Davis is away today, so I will be hosting the show solo. Okay, so if you have a child with autism or know somebody who does, you'll want to listen to today's show because we are speaking to Lisa Barris, a regular on Naturally Savvy Radio and the Queen of Green, and she's going to share some chemicals in our home that are linked to autism. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you, Andrea. Yes, autism, for those not fully familiar, the autism spectrum disorder is a range of neurodevelopment disorders that can range from socialization issues to complete lack of verbalization and cognitive delays. And today, we've seen the highest rates ever. Um, They first came out with one in 88 children of eight, you know, eight years of age had it. And now today, the CDC is saying one in 50 of school-age children, six to 17, have autism. And what's really interesting is in July 2011, Stanford University did a study and they connected environmental factors as the cause of autism in 62% of the cases. And there are many more studies. Uh, Another study published in the environmental health perspective linked exposure to environmental pollution and brain changes that made people more vulnerable to autism. So they had exposed mice to these to pollution, and when they compared the mice that were living in an environment with filtered air, the the ones that were um, subjected to the polluted air developed um, learning issues and developmental issues. Oh my gosh! And wow. so, in another in the JAMA psychiatry, they demonstrated an epi- epidemiological link between pollution and autism. So, people who lit people with children who lived in areas with high levels of traffic pollution seemed more likely to be diagnosed with neurodevelopment disorders, so including autism. So it's really wow. important that we pay attention to our environment, both indoor and outdoor. So I'm going to go through six um, connections and links to autism. And what you can do, so the good news here is we do have power over you know, what we're subjecting our family to. Number well, one is so lead. Well, oh, yeah. Lisa, before you do it, I just have a question. So with this, was, was any of the research also around women who were pregnant? So if women were, who were pregnant were exposed to these, this pollution, that it also increased the chances? Or is it once the child was born that they developed it within their first year of life? Absolutely, when they were pregnant. And um, one of the things that they found was 19 to 30 weeks in utero was one of the main time periods where the abnormalities occurred. So a lot of these studies showed it wasn't just the toxin, but it was also the timing. So pregnancy is key to this. But also, if you have a child with autism already or on that spectrum, these are things that you can actually start reducing today and potentially see improvements because um, they show, you know, these things are also linked to the level of the disorder as it is a spectrum. There's a lot we can do to reduce um, symptoms and things like that. So starting with, yeah, starting with lead, um, lead is a potent neurotoxin. It's linked to all kinds of brain um, disorders and lowered IQ and um, stunted growth. It's banned in paint, but if you live in a home built prior to 78, you definitely need to check for that. And especially if you're remodeling, little kids lick their fingers, put their hands on everything. Lead can be in dust. And of course, even in older pipes. So get it tested. Don't mess around with lead. And also avoid any products with PVC, which can contain lead. Hmm. Number two, mercury. 
um, that's a heavy metal, and it's present in large amounts in sea life. So fattier fish that live longer, big fish, are going to have highest levels of mercury. Mercury comes from burning coal in the pollution of the air, and then it gets into our seas and everything. It's um, lipophilic, so it concentrates in fatty tissues, especially in the brain. So in pregnant women, of course, every pregnant woman knows you have to avoid mercury. It can cause birth defects. And in younger children, it can create a host of problems, as well as being a key contributor to autism. So avoiding mercury. Um, Avoid fish, eat sustainable fish, or avoid those big fish. And also pollution in general. Um, Three was organochlorine pesticides. These are the types of pesticides that are used in agricultural areas. Um, You're probably familiar with DDT, Mm -hmm. which is banned, but it remains persistent in our environment. And um, so pesticides in general, let me just say as a blanketed statement, I mean, it does pay to buy organic produce, Under, you know, do your research and find out the dirty dozen and the clean 15, so you're spending money where it matters and you're buying organic on the, you know, produce that's sprayed the highest in pesticides. And don't use toxic pesticides in your home and around your children. There's so many links to neurological issues with pesticides. We don't have time for all of that today. But um, use natural remedies, use non-toxic remedies. Car exhaust. This is a big one. Um, children, they did studies and found children who live near highways or major thoroughfares with high volumes of traffic were twice as likely to develop autism than children who didn't. Wow. And so the poisons from auto exhaust rob the brain of vital oxygen, which is crucial to the developing brains of children. So we're talking about carbon monoxide and nitrogen oxide and a host of um, chemicals that are in the air. So keep that driving down to a minimum, um, carpool, and you need a good air purifier. You know I'm I'm the air queen here. <laughs> like I'm really big on everyone having an air purifier in your home. You can't control the pollution outside, but you can inside your home, and you need to get a good air purifier that's filtering out not only biological contaminants, but these gases, these VOCs, and these chemicals that we're being exposed to. I was just going to say that because, you know, for people, I mean, I used to live in an area that was literally, it backed onto the highway. Now, my house did not back onto the highway, but it, the whole area itself backed onto a major highway where I live. And I remember thinking that, that my gosh, it, you know, the fumes from the highway for sure would be affecting the area. So, right. and I, I like that you say that because keeping an air purifier in your home would be crucial. So when you're outdoors, I mean, obviously you can't control that, but when you're, house, you're, when you're in your house, you can. What about for people who jog outside, like, or run outside? I always wonder that, like, you know, I guess in general, because they're running on a major highway, like near a major highway, or they're running on a busy street. I can mm-hmm. imagine that's probably not too good for people as well. Right. You know, trees um, are good absorbers of, you know, pollution. And so if you're in a treed area where they're not spraying pesticides, that's going to be better in a park or something. I would not advise running along a freeway. I just wouldn't. I mean, I know we can't, we can't live in a bubble. And, you know, my goal is for people to create healthy sanctuaries at home and at work. You are going to get exposure to toxins when you're out in the world, but you do have control over certain things. So, you know, it's about reducing your body burden. Every step that you take to reduce that is going to be good. And moving on is BPA, you know, about bisphenol A. It's a chemical added to polycarbonate bottles that hardens them. It's in um, receipts and dental sealants and canned lining. They found Rowan University showed that kids um, with autism didn't metabolize this BPA as well. And it's been shown in 93% of Americans. So definitely avoid BPA wherever possible. It's really hard to avoid. It's one of those things that I feel, you know, Lisa, maybe we should do a show on 
excuse me, detoxing. Like, you know, I mean, obviously these environmental toxins are everywhere. They're ubiquitous in the environment. And I think it would be great to do a show of like your top five tips on how do we help to rid the body of BPA? Because I mean, you know, we try not to touch, it's it's in our toilet paper, for goodness sake, if you use recycled toilet paper, I mean, it Mm -hmm. is everywhere. So let's put that on the show uh, schedule about doing a show on detoxing. Let's do it. I think that'd be so important. Okay. Number six. Number six is um, PFCs, perfluorinated compounds. These are in your nonstick cookware and anything labeled stain-resistant, water-resistant, scratch-resistant. Um, they are extremely dangerous, and they've also been shown in 95% of Americans, another thing that we're getting exposed to so you know prevalently, French fry Number wrappers. Seven? Just look for stainless steel and cast-iron cookware, and just, just be aware. Awareness is key you know, because it's going to help you every day. Mm, definitely. And just really quickly, because our show's done, number seven, was there a seventh one? or was there No, a- that was, a- <laughs> that's it for that today. Was- we got a mouthful. Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. We got it all in. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, if you'd like to learn more about Lisa and her incredible information, you can go to ronandlisa.com or you can follow her on Twitter at ronandlisa, like we do. I'm Andrew Donsky. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please avoid these chemicals whenever possible. Stay well.